Today, I want to talk about what it feels like to watch people that you absolutely adore self-sabotage to the point where they are not even the same people that you love. They're just, they're these zombie versions of the people that you once knew. And it's okay if that's you right now and you're that zombie person. Everybody has that, I guess, kind of phase. It's not really phase because it comes and it goes and it happens in waves and it's kind of just humanhood and that's all good. (laughs) But for those of you who are struggling a little bit maybe and maybe feeling like caca about yourself, I got you, my friend. I love you. And I've been there and I just want to share a couple things that have worked for me to help me kind of find myself again. So today I just want to share five ways to show up for yourself um, because these five little things really helped, like I said, get me out of that dark place, get me out of that kind of hole, if you will. And I learned a lot of these and I mean, some of these, all of these are going to feel like no shit, duh and super cliche but at the same time like cliches are cliche for a reason and all of these I kind of like understood like I I knew I knew that these were the things that I should be doing but um they really kind of sticked in there sticked what is that they really kind of stuck in therapy and um that's because in therapy my homework assignments were essentially to practice these And yeah, now I just want to share them with you and hopefully you'll get something from it. And hopefully, you know, you practice some of these and realize that it's working for you as well. But the key word here is practice and nothing happens overnight. These are simple but not easy tools to implement. Um, It's really about just kind of having grace with yourself and giving yourself time to become you again and not necessarily to to become a past version of you but the next version of you uh if if that makes sense so getting right into it five ways to show up for yourself number one be fucking nice i swear to god if i have to hear one of my beautiful friends talk about how ugly they are one more time i'm going to shoot myself in the foot i cannot stand when my smart friends are like, oh, I'm so dumb. And then they joke about it as if they're a joke. You're not a joke. You're not a joke. I don't think you should see yourself that way. Not only are you being a bully, which is super uncool. You wouldn't talk to any of your friends like that. So why, how dare you talk to you like that? If you're not your best friend, that's going to bring up some issues later. You really need to essentially like the person that you are and it's you don't when you're beating yourself up like that like I said not only are you bullying yourself but you're gonna stay stuck if you if you're in that loop of I'm unworthy and I'm dumb and I'm ugly or I'm incapable or all these terrible things essentially you're solidifying that belief system that you really aren't worthy of anything better. And if you don't believe you're worthy of anything better, you're never going to be able to achieve anything better. Um, And that includes happiness. If you don't believe you're worthy of happiness, you're not going to be able to ever be happy. (laughs) And you're so worthy. You're so worthy because you're a human being. Every single person on this fucking planet is worthy of love and happiness. And that includes you, mama. So be fucking nice to yourself. And again, that's a practice in itself. Like you don't just wake up one day and believe that 
hey, pretty girl, you know, you're going to do great today, if that's what you're saying in the mirror. No. But start with things that you know are true about yourself. For example, I, I know I'm good at photography. And I'd be like, you're really good at this thing. Um, and then even when I doubt myself in that area, I'd just say, no, you're really good at this thing. I know you're having doubts and that's totally normal. And I swear I talk to myself like this um, because I've become my best friend. But when I have these doubts, I, I say, hey, you know, it's totally normal that you're having these doubts and it's totally normal that you're feeling imposter syndrome. But that's not true. Just keep practicing into that space and prove to yourself that it's not true, that you are incapable. It's, it's complicated because at first it's not going to feel normal. It's not going to feel right. And at first you might not be good at the things you're saying you're good at or you might not be where you say you are. But just kind of practicing being nicer to yourself. And eventually you'll start to like the way it feels when you're nice to you. And then all of a sudden when somebody's mean to you, you're like, hey, that's not very nice. Um, and then you'll realize that's the way you've been talking to yourself for years. And it's not, it's not healthy. So yeah, number one, be fucking nice. Stop being a bully. Number two, step away from your vices, whether that's your devices or your smoking problem like mine is, or you have a drinking problem or a Netflix binging problem or a junk food problem. Now I'm just listing all my vices, but basically whatever you do to numb out and not have to participate in your daily activities stop doing that for a second. Just take like a half hour away from it and step away, go outside, get some fresh air and spend some time alone with your thoughts when you step away with, when you step away from your vices. And I know the idea of spending time alone with your thoughts is absolutely terrifying. Uh, but it can be so healing. At first it is super scary and it feels really lonely and like the weight of your own fucking consciousness is just suffocating. I get that. But if you don't ever take the time to be alone, you'll never really get to know what's going on inside your head because you're too busy drowning it out with your distractions, your vices, whatever that might be. Um, and it would help you so much more than you know to get to really know yourself and what it is you want. Because you can't really go for what you want if you don't really fully know what it is. If everything's just like, oh, I don't know. I mean, this would be nice, but like that would be kind of cool to No, What do you want? Get very crystal clear about what you want. And I truly feel like that's something you can really only do in your alone time so that you don't have the one, the distraction of your vices, but two, also the opinions of other people kind of swaying you one way or the other. Find out what it is that you want without anybody's input, and then you can implement from there. So step away from your vices, put away your distractions, stop being scared of being alone. Just take a day alone. Just take one or two days alone. See what comes up for you. Write it down. Talk about it. Record it. Whatever you got to do. See what comes up. That might just send you straight into shadow work and there's a lot of healing in that space. And I think that you could really, really, I think that I know that you would really grow from that. Um, I know that because I've really grown from being forced to spend time alone. It'll teach you what you're running from, which I think is hugely important because most of us don't even realize we're running from something. But whatever it is you're running from, I promise you can handle it. We can do hard things. 
Number three, rest if you motherfucking need to. I was so bad about taking rest when I needed it. Like I felt so guilty when I was sleepy or tired or I felt like, oh my God, I'm wasting my day. I could be so much more productive. It didn't even matter because when I was awake, I was so tired that I wasn't even fully present or I wasn't doing anything productive because I didn't have the energy to. And so, yeah, just take the rest if you need it, especially in this season right now. You know, we're in like hibernation season and your body might need a little more rest than it usually does. Or like for me, um, personally, I'm on the IUD, so I don't physically bleed anymore, but I do still get the symptoms. And a lot of times I'll be like, what's going on? I'm so tired. I'm so lethargic and I feel so heavy and achy. And I just, I need more rest because I'm on my period or, you know, whatever it is that your body is calling for rest for, just give it the fucking rest. You know, your phone doesn't just go, 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 go. You have to put it on the charger. You know, you have to Sometimes it dies and it needs a little longer on the charger. You are just a human being. Give yourself some fucking rest if you need it. Is any of that making sense? Now I'm rambling, but you know what I mean. Point is, rest if you need it. It's so important. And I know you know that, so stop avoiding it. And yes, at this point, I am just talking to myself. Number four, make more time for things that make you happy. If you don't have a hobby... Start doing a bunch of different things until something feels good. Find your hobby. Nobody knows what their hobby is right off the bat, but you play with a bunch of things until you find something that feels good. And it's okay if that's not your hobby forever, you know? I've recently learned that I can do many hobbies and I don't have to say that like this is the one thing I do. For a long time, it was photography. That was my thing. And I couldn't do other art because I was not another kind of artist. And that was it. That was the box I had put myself in. And that's just not the case. Like I always told myself I couldn't paint, but I always really wished I could paint. And, you know, in my adult life, I just started painting for shits and giggles. And is it good? By no means. No, absolutely not. But I have fun doing it. And it's peaceful and meditative and I enjoy it. Same with ceramics. I'm not very good at that either, but I started doing that recently and it's just been so nice to just get my hands dirty and kind of play with my inner child. And it's, it's so fun and healing and meditative and I enjoy it and it's a hobby for me. And if you don't have a hobby or anything that you really enjoy losing yourself in, whether it's cooking or dancing or ceramics or painting or photography or fucking resin art or whatever it is. I don't, I don't know. Might could be fucking tennis. I don't know. Pick something. Just do a bunch of things until you find a bunch of things that make you excited and then schedule that in. Make more time for the things that make you happy. I feel like we're making a lot of times, a lot of time for the things that make us unhappy. At least I am personally making a lot of times for things like sitting around on the couch and binging Netflix. I won't get off the couch to go mail that fucking package I need to mail, but I will get off the couch to go get some Chick-fil-A. Things like that, you know? Carving out time for things to look forward to, for things that really let you kind of just lose yourself in that. And it's okay if, you know, you try a bunch of things and those are not the things. It's just the act of getting out of your comfort zone and trying something different until something does excite you and light you up. And then, like I said, just make more time for 
that. Make more time for happy things, things that bring you actual joy, because why the fuck wouldn't you want to be happy? So I saved the shittiest tip for last. Um, And I say shittiest because I think it's the most important one, but I also think that it's going to be the hardest pill to swallow. And that is to learn to embrace change. Change is the only constant. And it's terrifying. But at the same time, I've so blindly thrown myself into change so many times. And every time it sucks. But every time I come out of it so much stronger, so much better, so much more proud of the person that I am. And yeah, I change is the only guaranteed. And if you're afraid of it, you will stay in the same place forever and ever and ever till you grow old and die. What a terrifying thought. That that to me sounds scarier than change. I think that if you're afraid of change, you'll never get the better job. If you're afraid of change, you'll never find your soulmate. If you're afraid of change, you'll never have that spice and adventure in your life that you're looking for. If you're afraid of change, nothing will change. And this is the way it will always be. And if you're okay with things the way they are right now, then more power to you. This episode's not yours. But if you're listening to this, chances are you're looking for change and you don't know how to find it. And I think that the real issue is that you're just uncomfortable with the change that is presenting itself because change is always there. There's always another route you can take. And it's really just kind of having your own back and knowing that you can do the hard thing and you can do the the scary thing and you can handle whatever comes after this big change. It's really a matter of basically steps one through four, becoming your best friend. And then number five is learning how to have your back when things do get hard. And I think that Step one, being nice to yourself is just building that relationship with yourself. I think that step two, stepping away from your vices and really getting to have a conversation with your thoughts and look at what's up there is just getting to know yourself. Resting is getting to care for yourself and finding out what you like and bringing more joy is is really just like tending to those needs of yours. It's just, it's becoming your best friend. And then what happens if your best friend is going through a big, scary change? What would you say to her? Like, it's okay. You got this. Whatever comes your way, you fucking got this. No matter what happens, I'm here. I have your back. I'm your support system. You are not alone in this. And you can fucking handle the hard things because look at how many hard things you've handled already. There's so much proof that you can do hard shit. And so I believe in you. I'm proud of you. I'm excited for you. And I got your back. And essentially, that's the conversation I have with myself before going into a big change. Um, and that's that's the conversation that I want you to have with yourself if you're dealing with a big change. And uh, learning that change is good. Change is a good thing. Don't be afraid of change. You've got your own back. But also, I've got your back. You can do this. And those are the five most important ways that I show up for myself. Those are five ways that you can show up for yourself. Hopefully, some of that resonated and If it did, I really, really, really hope that you put into practice literally any of these. And just to recap, in case you missed it, number one, be fucking nice to yourself. Number two, step away from your vices and have a conversation with your thoughts. Number three, rest if you need it. It's okay. Number four, find out what you like and make more time for that. 
And number five, learn to embrace change. It is the only constant. I hope you have a happy me Monday. I hope something there hit home and that it brings out real change in you. A change that you're proud of. I'm proud of you. I love you. Happy me Monday.